It's a funny story. I don't know if you will believe it. <laughs> I used to be a... When I was nine, I was a goalkeeper, a pretty good one. But, and I was mixing motocross and uh, football. And it was one point that uh, Barca, Football Club Barcelona, uh, tested me to be in Barcelona. So there was a point like, okay, what do we do? Motocross or football? And the first thing that the, the high-level team does is they make an X-ray of your wrist and they know how tall you will be. So they told me that at 16, I will be like around 170. And they said, yeah, you are not genetically correct to be a goalkeeper. Welcome back to the Riders Lounge podcast for the third installment of this new podcast series focusing on freestyle motocross and anything else to do with action sports. If this is your first time here, I am your host, Steve Sommerfeld, and I'm in the extremely lucky position to catch up with some of the biggest names in the sport and bring you their stories from around the world. If you've enjoyed the first couple of podcasts and forgot that new ones were coming out, just hit the subscribe button in your podcast player while you're listening now, and even jump over to our pages on Facebook and Instagram, which is simply at Riders Lounge Podcast, and follow for more content between every episode. This episode, I managed to grab Mark Pignol on the second day at Night of the Jumps in Berlin for a completely different Freestyle of Nations event. Riding for Team Spain, Pignol just had his siesta before the pit party, where we invite all of the crowd to come down, meet the riders, and get on the actual Freestyle Motocross course. Get up close and personal with the moto guys, the mountain bike guys, and the psycho dolls. Get more information on the track layout and whatever else you want to know. So you'll be able to hear a little bit of commotion in the background of this recording as we were on the track during the final setup after training. Actually, if you want to feel the electrifying atmosphere of watching the world's best riders throwing down the biggest tricks in freestyle motocross, you can buy your regular and VIP tickets directly from nightofthejumps.com for a city nearest to you. I want to quickly thank my personal sponsors as well, Lakes Networking, who have supported me from the very start. Based in Perth in Australia, but they can help you from pretty much anywhere in the world. Jason and his team can get your business all set up so you can work from home, which right now is the absolute perfect time to get that sorted. Hopefully you can tell your boss you don't need to come into the office anymore and you can just wake up whenever you want to, just like I do. Custom MX graphics for the best wearing graphics I've used, MotorX Oils, GB Orthopedics, TCX Boots, who again are sponsoring my guest for this podcast, Mark Pignol, and the entire Lydus, uh, sorry, Yadis team, with the best damn boots you can get, DEP Pipes, and Race FX. And thanks also to PB Creative for the logo design. Pat Bowden actually has a bunch of moto graphics you can check out on his Insta page that you can print out for your own bike as well. And thanks to the 2007 X Games gold medalist, Adam Jones, for the Segway tunes that he sent through. I know he's just started up his new CBD oil company as well. I think purely to keep his old body going in FMX, and if that's... What makes him so damn stylish, then maybe I need to get my own power-up CBD oils as well. Maybe it's time for my comeback. Also, thanks to Ryan Wyatt for organizing the rights-free music, the one-man band of Project Montreal that Ryan had. Check them out, actually, on Spotify or iTunes while you're there. And High Point Music, if you want to learn from the very best with his online guitar lessons on YouTube. And one of the greatest things about me moving and living here in Germany is understanding just how deep and complex their love of beer goes. And at the Rothaus Brewery, this is evident in their philosophy to producing exceptional beer from the very best ingredients available. From the pure mountain spring water and regionally produced malt hops and yeast, Rothaus have produced the full body taste of Tannenzapfler alcohol-free beer. Thanks to Rothaus, you can enjoy their beers not only in Germany, but all around the world. My next guest has been pushing the limits of freestyle motocross for a fair few years now, and while he's had some ups and downs with injury and he's still relatively young, he has also managed to innovate the sport by creating his own body burial, the Inside Roll. He has only just returned to freestyle motocross competition in the past few months, and he's ready to tear it up again at the Freestyle of Nations event at Night of the Jumps. I managed to catch up with Mark Pignol between his siesta and the pit party for a fairly quick chat, 
And we could have went on forever, but we did have our own jobs to do, and we had to get moving. So, I hope you enjoy this new episode with Pinyon. second contestant on the Riders Lounge podcast and uh, yesterday we, we had Navas it was mm-hmm. the first time I even unboxed this stuff and uh, audio came out pretty good we're going to try it again so yeah thanks for coming Mark You're welcome. and uh, here we are at Night of the Jumps we're inside the Mercedes-Benz Arena in Berlin and uh, you rode for Team Spain last night you yes. created a little bit of history <laughs> uh, tell us what you got up to today well, I'm trying. I will try to improve my round a little bit. I made few changes in uh, in practice because I was not feeling so good with some tricks in some rounds, so I changed it. And I, I will try to add another big tricks, and of course try to make the scissor lift uh, drop, super flip down, better than yesterday. Yesterday I was kind of nervous, was feeling a lot of movements up there, but I'm I'm more calm today, so I think we'll go better for sure. Uh, and Team Spain, they were in third position last night, yes. um, but not by a long way. So I think a, a couple of mistakes in the runs probably did hurt a little bit, but watching practice today, it looked a lot better. Yeah, I think like we talked between us a little bit, so we we made that changes. Uh, it's hard actually to beat the Germany and the wall here. They are so strong and really good riders, but I think we'll be closer tonight for sure. Yeah, and... Tell us a little bit more about this new trick that you've just done. It, you created your own history because you have done the drop before at Freestyle Zombies yes. last year, uh, which was onto the airbag landing, yes. your own uh, Yadis, uh bag jump airbag landing. But to go from that with probably not much training to doing it to dirt here in front of a crowd, what what did that, that feel that's like? That's why I was so nervous up there yesterday. Because as you said, I didn't have a lot of training to practice it because I was pretty busy with other shows and and all that. And to put it on there, there is always that extra pressure, nervous that every rider feel. But I was feeling pretty confident. The work, uh, the, the trick was working pretty good uh, all the time. And even if I want to improve it, making it a little higher, uh, here was no room for for me for practice it. So I try to stay all safe that I can with that trick and yeah try to make the crowd enjoy actually so just tell the listeners what exactly you did so uh, I just mm, put a scissor lift like seven meters high and with a run up of three meters three meters and a half I put a ramp it's the last part of our quarter pipe ramp and I just go out with a flip superman down in a drop and how do you get up there actually it's thanks to Kai Hase. Uh, he made the the flip drop, so we want to put that in our show in Freestyle Thumbies, but we want to do it kind of different, so that's why we decided to put the ramp on it, because then I can trick it down. So we made that stru- structure that we made it. Uh, we, we don't have a scissor lift in our show, because uh, then we can put also the cycle dolls down with the fire and all, all this stuff. So we just build that, we put the ramp on it, and, and we went for it. No, it looked awesome last night. It was something completely different uh, for the Berlin crowd, for Night of the Jumps even. How did it feel to come back? 2020, Night of the Jumps, 20th season of freestyle motocross competitions and you're part of it. I'm feeling excited, happy, a lot of happy. And more here in Berlin because uh, this arena means for me a lot. Because as I, I said, I think to you yesterday, is the last time that I land an inside roll here. So that means a, a lot to me. Uh, and when you called me to, to come here in Berlin, it was nice uh, that I can add that different trick there because it's also some special thing that I can bring here. Yeah, so, exactly. Well, actually, I was going to ask you a little bit later on about the inside roll, but since you've brought it up... This is a body varial that you created. Yes. Nobody else has ever done it again, or I don't nobody know, else has ever done it other than you. I don't know if somebody tried it, Devin. I, I don't know if somebody did it. If they did, they didn't put it on Instagram, no. and I don't follow them. So <laughs> as far as I'm aware, <laughs> nobody no did it. it. Maybe somebody did. If you have done it, uh, send in a video so we can check it out. But the inside roll, you created that trick when really the body barrels were taking off 
the vault had been around for a fairly long time and then the Cali roll and obviously Chuck Carruthers had yes, the Corolla. Uh, That's a long, long time ago now. But then everyone's getting into the Cali roll and then Clinton's pushing the Bundy. The twist top, I think it was, from Tom Robinson. Uh, yeah, he did also kind of Cali roll, but like a special flip also in, in Nick's Fighters, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he called it the twist top. Yeah. And then you had the inside roll. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you got to that point, because it looks really strange that you're doing kind of a front flip, seat yeah. grab. It's like a special flip, but to the front, I would put it that way. Uh, and actually, it, it was just a dream at the beginning. It's like, hey, it would be, we were in the compound, and it would be so cool to do a front flip on the bike, but just you. And we just set it up, and we, we tried it. So I remember to be in the compound, and Navas and some other friends was catching me on, on the stand making me flip flip around and okay I think I can do it like this the first idea was to grab and front flip and go directly to the bus like a kind of holyman but was not working at all I flow on one bit a lot of times and I was so lucky that I never landed on the bike at that point so are you saying you were actually on the ground and and the guys were holding your body exactly uh, simulating what you think you would try exactly exactly okay that do you have some photos of that? That I, would be I, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I've got the, the all the videos from the beginning of the inside roll, so yeah, I can I can send it to you. So ah, from the that's first cool. inside roll till the last one that I, till I landed in on Fuampit and then on Dirt, of course, and all this. When was the last inside roll? On Dirt? Mm. 2017, Night of the Giants Berlin. In 25 or 26 meters was actually was my longest one ever. Wow! It was 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 here the long ramp that one that you put also pretty high and back so. I personally don't like that ramp. Uh, that ramp always has like a funny kick. Yeah, that's true. But for inside roll, I just love it. <laughs> that's funny, isn't it? Because actually, I think Michael Malero also likes that particular ramp for his Cali roll as well. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I think Michael, anything bigger than an yeah. eight meter radius on 21, he's happier if it's nine meters. Or I think that one they call like the Czech nine meter or something. I think so. Yeah. Uh, maybe a ramp somebody built in the Czech Republic. And for me, it was like a, a a test for myself. You know, as soon as I saw it in China, I said, okay, I want to do the inside roll there. Works perfectly there, so when I arrived here, it was okay. I have to do it in that run because it worked perfectly in China. That's right. I remember you did your first one at night of the jumps in China. No, it was in Hamburg. Ah, then we yeah, cut yeah. this out. Yeah, we, was, was it? <laughs> Let's cut it out because I got my history wrong. Because I do remember you doing it in China. I'm thinking. Well, actually, slow I did. Down. I did it for first time in night of the jumps practice in Jerez. That then I crashed it on the Cali there. That's right. That's but then right. the competition was in Hamburg. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. man. I, I do remember seeing you in China. I'm like, what What are you doing, man? Slow down. You, you were going there to win. I remember, yeah, and I actually, you round, did yeah. the, the egg roll. I remember yes. it looked like your front wheel was landing while your back wheel was still on it was, the... It was kind of a sketch, yeah, pipe. the setup there for the egg roll, actually. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So, the it's been a long time now since the last inside roll. Yes. Why? Well, I broke my arm pretty badly. Um, yeah. I I supposed to be retired after that uh, broken arm, uh, broken hand. Retired. Yeah, that's what the MotoGP at, doctor at, at said your to me. ripe old age of how old? I was twenty fifth when I broke it. No, twenty four. Twenty four, and you were and, thinking uh, of retirement? No, no, I didn't think about retirement. It was the doctors who told me that I would not be able to ride again anymore? That they will try to save my hand just to grab some uh, dishes or glasses or even to cut with a knife that my was a really bad broken and it took me two years and a half to get used again to ride good and to not feel pain so i was riding again after eight nine months but not good not was not feeling good was feeling with a lot of pain even riding till six months ago seven months ago that is when i start feeling good again that's crazy. So you're really just on your rebound now. Like you're yeah. just starting to feel it and, exactly. and come back into freestyle motocross. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're looking so good after so long off the yeah. bike. I'm feeling in my best right now, actually. Awesome. Well, I guess that's why you created <laughs> history last night. Have you got any other crazy ideas for tricks? <sighs> yes, but I will keep it with my own. <laughs> uh, we don't get any exclusives? <laughs> ah, that's that's a shame. I got some ideas with the scissor lift, maybe just to flip up, flip down, something like this, but I will need to try it carefully. Yeah. 
but step on step off yeah but i still i still got the inside role in my mind i would love to, to do it again but it will take me a while mentally at least yeah i because I will not go to Fuambit. I want to do it directly on the airbag. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between the airbag and the foam pit for you? Uh, the foam pit, if the bike lands, it's stuck there. So you land on the bike for sure. In an airbag, the, the bike can roll out and then you can land also in the airbag like with no problem. Yeah. So with some tricks, I think it's better the airbag than, than foam pit. Yeah, I, I have the feeling, because I, I never liked foam pits. I hate foam pits <laughs> with a passion, but I spent a long time in there because I was just too scared to <sighs> take the damn backflip to dirt. I think I started in 2006 at Shuey's house, and he was kicking my ass, saying, like, Krusty Demons want to put you on tour, but you need to do a backflip. Yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll do the backflip. And I could do it perfectly in the foam pit. I was just too scared to go to dirt and then I think it was it's a big step <laughs> yeah a huge step and uh, I, I guess I had two or three years with Shuey and then I was riding a lot with Clinton Moore okay. and in the end Clinton just told me in 2012 I am not pulling you out of this damn foam pit one more time like go to dirt stop <laughs> stuffing around here and, and I finally went to dirt after six years so I missed the glory days but once sense. you landed, you realize like, oh, it's better than foam pit. Yeah, I, well, I hated the damn <laughs> yeah. foam pit. And as soon as I landed, I went, okay, perfect, done. Yeah. No more and foam pit. <laughs> no more foam pit. I I only ever went into a foam pit one more time uh, because I, I think I flew to Perth to do that narrowing competition in Australia. Mm. It was a huge comp. And I was borrowing a friend's KTM, but he had, okay. like, uh, I had the swing arm. He did, yeah. uh, sorry, the, ah, damn, what's the word? Um, ah, whatever. My suspension didn't fit. Okay. And so I was a bit too scared, so I went in the foam pit once. But yeah, I hate the foam pit. I think for me, the airbag looks better. You can it, get away. Yeah, and it's uh, even if some tricks I would try uh, uh, in foam pit before the airbag, uh, it's a good step also between the foam pit and the earth. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Like for that first go, is yeah. this going to possibly yeah, work? Yeah. Exactly. Even yesterday on practice, I land the surfer flip uh, because I landed on my airbag before I come here. If not, it would be even more pressure, even if I know that I can do it good, you know? So it's a good step between that. That's it. You guys have had two foam pits down there at Yadis, or at least the same one, but you've rebuilt it. And yes, yes, yes. Trying to make it better. Yes. Are you looking to get like the big uh, airbag, mm -hmm. basically like the foam pit? Yeah. Is that the next step for, for you guys? To move, to put a, a big airbag next to the foam pit? Or, yeah, or? you know, like the one that you just send it into that's like the same size as a foam pit? Yeah. You just send it. No, no, we were we were thinking about removing the foam pit and put the, uh, put the airbag. But once we were at Travis' house, uh, we realized that uh, it's better to keep the foam pit. Okay. The, because uh, the square airbag, okay, it's good, but also I think it's good for a step between foam pit and and, uh, and dirt, for example. Yeah. Because then in the square airbag, if the bike lands, it's not running away. You also land on the bike, and it's even lower because there is no way. Yeah. So good foam, as I think we have now, that you can remove after every jam. You get super soft. You can go deep, even too deep sometimes. Yeah. And it's safe. It's it's safer a little before. Man, look where freestyle motocross is going. It's crazy. Yeah. People don't know how much work we had there to remove the old foam pit and build a new one. Yeah. It was months, actually, of work. Oh. <laughs> in that hot sun down there yeah. in Yeda uh, in, in Spain. Oh, man. Actually, it was funny. I was talking to Navas about uh, the sun in the eyes down there <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I rode with you that I time. Know. And uh, I'm not going to tell the story because we've already done it. But, oh. Hate the sun at your place. It's just bam, right in the eyes. So, how did you get into motocross? I know your dad is all over motorbikes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he must have been the major inspiration for yeah. you. It's a funny story. I don't know if you will believe it. <laughs> I used to be a when I was nine. I was a goalkeeper, a pretty good one, but and I was mixing motocross and uh, football. And it was one point that uh, Barça Football Club Barcelona. Uh, test me to be in Barcelona. So there was a point like, okay, what do we do? Motocross or football? And the first thing that the, uh, the high-level team does 
is they make an X-ray of your wrist and they know how tall you will be. So they told me that at 16, I will be like around 170. And they said, yeah, you are not genetically correct to be a goalkeeper. Oh, wow. It's like no high level team, uh, higher goalkeepers, less than eight, 185. So oh. then it was like, okay, fuck football. <laughs> we, can, we, <laughs> we have no future here. So we keep motocross. Then I start jumping a deer jump with my friends in the town. Uh, and I always love freestyle. I always was watching Las Ventas and all, every freestyle thing that I can. And I really love jumping. I was pretty good in Supercross. Uh, and once I Navas built his camp on there, was like, hey, that I want. I want to do that. And we just made the step when I was 17, 10 years ago, actually, right now. Wow. And so you've known Navas basically. Yes, the whole Navas time. knows me since I was five months old, six months old. Wow. Uh, so yeah. he's like the godfather. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. All my life now has been there somehow. That's cool. And so with your father, he does a lot of enduro riding, I know. Yeah. Uh, we, we were talking last time, I think it was in Bulgaria. He came. Yeah, yeah, and, he was there uh, too. We were talking about Morocco. I just mm -hmm. did my trip to Morocco yeah. thinking, oh, I could just live here and free ride Everywhere. the entire country. Yeah. It looked like it was the best country in the world for free riding and... And he was just telling me all the places he went. So have you done that with him? Have you had a chance to get out? Yeah, I would go. Uh, yeah, he just came back from Bolivia right now, and Peru, and all that. So I just now actually right now he's really in the social media. So I'm following all that he's doing. It's like it that gives me a lot of inspiration because it's like okay, he's 55, 56, and he can still do that. So it's like okay, why I cannot do that at his age? You know. So I really love that. Oh, awesome. I, I, and I would join some some journey with him for sure, if I can. Yeah, definitely. You're pretty busy at the moment, uh, Luckily, you know, training yes. and yeah. doing shows yeah. and getting into competitions. Luckily, yes. Actually, speaking of shows and competitions, how do you see yourself as a rider? Because I know up until your crash mm -hmm. or, you know, a couple of years ago and now you're just getting back on, you were pushing it. Yes. And we saw you at Night of the Jumps uh, at the World Championships when, let's say, you were younger mm -hmm. and you were going for it, you were hungry, and you were going for some big tricks. But there was a fair chance you were going to take a dirt sample. Mm -hmm. um, the crashes were yeah, more I often than I would ever want to crash. And we thought, whoa, this kid is going hard, but oh, does he, yeah, is it all about the competition for yes. you or the mm -hmm. shows? Right now, I got a different feeling as before, for sure, when at that ages. My problem was that even if I was not at 100%, I was giving my 100%. And in this sport, you cannot do that. You need to be more more smart. And I right now, I feel at least that I'm a little bit more smart in that way. So I'm doing what I'm feeling. Even now, I think I start to do uh, big tricks again. Or at least some people can think that they are big tricks. And even if... If you asked me that like six months ago, I would say like, uh, yeah, right now I'm just in shows world or even if I go to competition, I will not take it that risk, just thinking about show. But this last two months gave me a motivation injection again, like, hey, I, st I still feel good. So I still thinking about competition somehow, but in another point. So I don't want to rush to arrive there. So if it take me a couple of years, okay, I, I'm not rushing and whatever it takes and if I'm not arriving I will not care anymore it's not it have not to be my main goal now my main goal is to have fun and if in competition I'm having fun that's that's what I want that's why we get into the sport right yeah, actually you, you yes. started it because yeah. it's fun you you looked at it you loved it and yeah. you know you watch you watch your heroes doing it mm -hmm. when it starts to feel like a job exactly, and yeah. you're not having fun but you have to have those days, of course, when you're training, you, yeah, you yeah. learn tricks and you hit the bike, you are getting hurt in the foam pit or you have a crash or two here or there or you've got to wake up early in the morning and have mm -hmm. the sun in your eyes before you go <laughs> training yeah. uh, or before you go to an event or something like that. But if it gets too much, like you're the, not doing it for the love, I think exactly. that's where you come to that point. You go, ah, oh, why was, do I bother? At that point, uh, I was risking too much, not just in competition, also practicing. So because I was practicing a lot and I was doing every day, all my round, all that I can. And it gave me a lot of pressure. The burials was giving me a lot of pressure. 
So also this time that I decided to step aside the barrels for a while and get focused in some other kind of tricks that I really was my wish tricks actually also. And I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling like in some point like I can get the to barrels again, but I still want to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Little side, you know, for my mind, I think it's also good. Yeah, exactly. But then you say that, and uh, yesterday in training, you just did a surfer takeoff yeah, to but tsunami I was, backflip. But I was feeling super good with that trick. That's you, your fault, actually. My fault? Yeah. You just drove 30 no, because six when, hours when to I, get I, here. When I call you, like, hey, uh, we'll be super kicker there. And you told me, no, I said, oh, okay. So what about if I try the two tricks that I had, the super kicker and long distance and work perfectly? Wow. Okay. At, so at the first try, I was like, oh, "Fuck! Now it works." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a couple of weeks to get ready, and if I feel good, I will. And if not, not. And I was feeling super good, so that's why I, I went for it. And the other trick, flip Cliffan, and it was perfect actually. Yesterday night, I think one was one of my best flip Cliffans I ever did. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had any part in that, other than uh, yeah, you had it. <laughs> other than sending you on a 36-hour trip from Yeda yeah, to cool, Berlin, cool. driving up with your <laughs> quarter pipe, ex- you know, yeah. the, the start of it to do this uh, step down. Yeah. There was no other way. You had no, to drive. Yeah, basically, you couldn't I just know. fly in and jump on a bike. So. It's, I like to drive. That's also a good point. <laughs> well, there we are kindred spirits because I love driving as well. I I was just down in Portugal. Just I didn't drive past Gator. I went past Biarritz no. and in that direction. I love driving. I, I could just keep driving. If you ask me to go drive to the next night of the jumps in China tomorrow... Let's go. I'll go. <laughs> if, if, if you want to come on a road trip with me, let's go. I go. We, I go. <laughs> maybe we put two bikes in the back. Hey, let... I'll have a chat to the bosses. Let's see if we can do it for this yeah, year's China. There is China. two compounds from here to China, actually. There <laughs> so should be. Uh, well, we know the guys in Russia. We can go oh, see yeah, uh, Furs, FMX, cool. and go see uh, Nick and them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. There's a few. Well, actually, I think Russia is the last stop. <laughs> in China, there is no more compounds. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but the, there's a lot of ramps in China that are just sitting around. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I remember when I was there first time, like they just built that quarter pipe that nobody wants to hit it. <laughs> and yeah, that's why we put it as an egg roll. Is that how you got the rock, paper, scissors and you jumped first? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was the only one who jumped there. The, uh, that quarter pipe, I was the only one who jumped it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Making history in China. Yeah, well, I made history for myself because I made podium there. So. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, my was my first was was not my first night of the chance podium because I made it in Hamburg, but was European champion. So in China was my first world champ. I made third the first night and second night I improved a little bit, so I was second. In what year was that? 2017? 2016. But as all the histories, there is also bad point. And one surfer takeoff uh, in Super Kicker, I broke my Maleolus there in the landing so I finished my round with a broken leg even the inside roll I put the inside roll with a broken leg oh wow and at that point that I was feeling so good also I had to take out of competition for a couple months so I missed Galangs I think Poland and some other because I was I was injured I injured that actually but the adrenaline kept you going at the time yes you just got the job done somehow (laughs) oh man yeah you've done a lot of riding outside of uh, Europe then like a lot of competitions things like that what direction do you see yourself going in now? Sorry? You, what direction are you going in now? Are you are you thinking, right, I'm going to go back into the comp scene and really start to push it for the next, let's say, five years, ten years? What? Where do you see Mark Pignol? Um, I'm not seeing myself, like, uh, just competing. So this is not just my, my main uh, objective, but... It's true that I still need to keep pushing a little bit for myself because it's I'm feeling good and I'm feeling better if I can keep pushing a little bit. So at some point, even if it's some, even just in some shows, I need to do some big tricks. Uh, that takes risk. So and I always need a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. But I will not go that fast as before before in one month maybe I did four new tricks and two of them was burials plus the surfer plus uh, flip cliff I, the flip cliff and the surfer and Cali roll I made 
three of them in two weeks. Wow. You know, so because I was rushing myself and I was feeling, like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I can go, I can go, I can go. I don't want that anymore. So right now I will take it. I will take it easy. We'll, if I go for one new trick, it's because I know that the rest are good or at least kind of safe. Yeah. And I will just work for that trick. No more than one. So that's that's the thing. You're part of the new generation in a way because you are were certainly coming up with a lot of those tricks and pushing it quite hard. <laughs> but now we've got also younger guys. Yeah, uh, and Matthew. they are pushing good also. <laughs> exactly. Where do you see the sport actually going? Because you're part of this. Yeah. I think that the, this sport will become a little bit more entertainment because right now, how I see it is that tricks are so difficult and so risky that uh, not everybody can handle to do during all year long. And not just because uh, mental pressure or, or all this, I think it's also kind of budget nobody wants to risk right now <laughs> a lot for nothing. And yeah. Uh, somehow, at some point, uh, some people does. Yeah. So, uh, I think we'll be more entertainment sport, but also big competitions will have to be there also to keep the, the sport pushing. Yeah. And I hope, well, X Fighters is coming back this year. So, I think this is so good for the sport. Yeah. And it will keep people thinking, like, okay, I need to risk if I want to ride there. Yeah, exactly. I, mm. I find if you don't have the sporting side, the shows will die as mm. well. Like You, yeah, you yeah. still need to push. Yeah, yeah. So competition will be there, but also some show things have to yeah. be there also. Yeah, exactly. Like It almost feels like the, the sport has to change. It has mm -hmm. to evolve, um, especially for, let's say, the big tricks to mm -hmm. keep people excited about yeah. big tricks that you still always go big you don't just say ah he's doing tricks from 2006 which was the double flip but in a way like the tricks still do have to go forward but they have to be safe yeah 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 and I think there, the airbag it's a good point to practice that because it's not like Fwampit that you, you do like 10 jumps on Fwampit and you are tired <laughs> you cannot do any any more jumps even if it's summertime you are done after two jumps yeah. and airbag maybe allows you to do 20 jumps in a row easily or 50 and you know more practice yeah it's better you know? and, so, and how do you feel about then let's say airbag landings in competition I think it's not a good point I mean uh, not for the com okay for the practice and all this could be could be good but in competition I think could be, had to be still hard because it makes like the pressure to the rider and if not everybody can risk on the soft landing you know so it's like what do you think about competitions in fun pit yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know so it could be kind of the same for some people like just still like a soft landing so yeah exactly so then no airbags in competitions for, for, for me not. what about cheetah ramps i'm i'm on it you're on the cheetah ramp bandwagon I, 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 yes because Sports need to evolve. Even if some rider can do front flips in the in the normal ramp, it's hey, okay. Congratulations, really. Uh, you got my respect. You will got more points for sure than the one who does in the cheetah ramp. But uh, in the cheetah ramp makes people also evolve, and you can do bigger tricks of the cheetah ramp than on the normal on the normal ramp on front flip. Yeah. Like front flip tsunamis or front flip cliffhangers. I think it's not possible to do it on the normal distance right now. Let's we, see. Let's see. Maybe I want to be mistaken, but it needs to evolve. For my point, also the bikes—they are too heavy to do like this kind of tricks on the normal ramp. So cheaters allow you that, and it's kind of different. People love to see different things. Yeah, exactly. So, I think also, I I personally don't like the cheater ramp, just personally. But when you see it in an event and you hear that bang. Mm -hmm of the, the mechanism, the rocket just getting smacked against the, the steelwork. Mm -hmm. And the rider does go into a fucking crazy front flip. It is actually impressive to see. I personally don't like it because I am probably a pussy and I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, it's, it's like this thing that tears you one way or the other. Yeah, and, and, you and, need and, to have it for innovation. You can do it without, but you can do bigger tricks yeah. with it. So well, and it more has safer, a place. And more safer And too. more safe. And people is like, what the fuck is that in that ramp? Why they would use it? So 
till they see the, the trick it's like ah okay now I, I understand yeah so exactly I think it also gives some plus of interesting to yeah. the people have you worked on it yourself the front flip the front on the flip, cheetah yes. ramp yes yes I, I did it was working good actually but I never had the opportunity to, to try it on the earth no oh, we've got one tonight yeah, it's it's just behind us here I, actually I, I know but it has been a while actually that I hit that, <laughs> that ramp well actually I, not, I never hit the ramp oh, I cheated your old one ah, I, I but one, what yeah. did you say just before that uh, there was no st- small super kicker here for the, the <coughs> cliffhanger flip and the surfer takeoff so you decided to go long distance yeah but i was not doing front flip on the super kicker ah yeah okay <laughs> you got me no, you I got will, me i will i will do it it's one of my tricks that i my trick list for this year i need i need for myself to do it so at some point i will do it for sure and was working good just a few months ago so i know that i will go but i just need to go somewhere to land it because my front flip ramp is not good so I need to, to go somewhere that they got it to do it. That's cool. I guess you have a lot of guys to practice like the front flip with you. I think you've got the plans for, I guess, yeah, for me, the yeah. night of the jumps yeah, yeah, or yeah. for Michael Malero. Yeah, yeah. He dropped his ramp at your house the first time. I remember you you tried it uh, for a couple of days. Yeah. You actually brought that ramp to night of the jumps. Yes. You drove it up last year. Last year. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So... You've been on that ramp. You train with these guys. Actually, your place is kind of the the go-to of <laughs> Europe in winter. Yeah. What's it like to ride with some of the best riders in the world this who is, are coming to train with you guys? This is amazing because, I mean, I, I made a lot of friends, real friends right now, in the whole Europe thanks to that. You know, so... And luckily, they cannot ride that much at winter time in Europe because snow or uh, raining or whatever. So we've got a bunch of good riders there because we are close to the airport. We are close to the border, and the compound it's it's a good compound. So at winter time, it's all about motivation, one of to each other, and we are evolving a lot at that point. Yeah, like I see on Instagram a lot, like let's say Seb Westberg, yeah. he comes down from, where is he, Finnish? Yeah, Finland. Finland, yeah, yeah. Um, Ronaldo's there sometimes, I sometimes, guess. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, Ronaldo's not living far from us, so he comes sometimes. And give us an idea of what the guys that come and like, obviously... For example, Kai is coming also every year, Kai Hase. He loves a road trip. Yeah, also, also. He got a bike down there, so for him it's easy. Also, some Swedish rider, Victor Markusson, he came also a few times. The Italians, Davide Rossi, for example, or Leo, they also the came. The truck drivers yeah, from the Italy. truck drivers from Italy also. <laughs> and the French riders also came a lot. Like uh, some uh, riders from Bordeaux that they are got. Uh, Julian Manon, for example, he came also a lot because he got uh, a lot of rainy days there. And uh, Czechies. We are the place for Czechies. <laughs> yeah, Czech is ra- holiday ra- destination yeah, from well, Czech Republic tourism is Yeda. Unluckily, this last year, not anymore because uh, Libor, unluckily, he got this bad injury and Philip was pretty busy this winter. So with Libor and Philip, the rest are not coming. But when Libor and Philip were coming, maybe there is some point that we had like nine or ten riders from Czech Republic. Wow. Some riders that I didn't know that they exist till they arrive there. <laughs> so you need to have like a ticketing system or a booking system to even <laughs> jump your own jumps. There'll be so many riders at uh, one yeah, time. Yeah, but actually we got a lot of things. I, did, uh, the, I think one day we were like 25th riders. But even if we are that much, it was pretty dynamic because we got like the double line, we got the one pit, we got like the normal uh, setup freestyle. So they split pretty good. You know, some of them were just having fun on the double line. Some of them were improving on front pit, and the other was just going uh, on dirt. So, and because the landing is pretty big, it can afford a lot of riders. And even if we were 25, you were not feeling like you need to wait that much. Ah, not so bad. Yeah. So you don't get angry surfers. Uh, you know, no. hey, yeah, you yeah. took my wave. We were not. We put a ticketing, <laughs> 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 and that's all. Yeah. Ah, that's awesome. And so obviously the guys are going to turn up. And Alex Porsing is coming also a lot, sorry. Alex Porsing, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. he comes also a lot. (laughs) So, you're going to have a lot of riders there. It's in winter, uh, European winter. So, Mm -hmm. obviously, we come into, let's say, the World Champion season starts usually February, something like that. Um, Or any other competition that's going on in the world. The riders kind of need to start the season with maybe not a, maybe not a new trick but they want to start solid yeah. so you're going to see them possibly training new tricks that 
up until then, maybe they hadn't shown anybody in summer at their home. How does that that work with a whole bunch of riders? You're like, oh, they're going to... If I do it at at the Yeda compound, all these guys are going to go home and learn my trick and in six months, I've lost it. Is that kind of a feeling that happens there or am I just reading into it too much? Uh, No, no. For example, uh, Libor Podmol, when he did the surfer takeoff, he did it there for the first time. Okay. Uh, and for us... And he started the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started, yeah. And look now. <laughs> uh, so you can see that there. And uh, for us, that doesn't care. I guess for the riders neither because they are there for practicing also. Mm, as soon as you don't steal it <laughs> and they can do it fast now, it's okay. But uh, this is good. This is good because it also keeps everybody pushing. And when you see Libor doing that, for example... Okay, maybe you will not do at that point, but you think, oh, maybe I can try another trick because, come on, he's just starting some new tricks. So I also want to, I have to go in the same competition as him in a couple months. So I need to, to do something because I saw him doing it. So he goes also for another big tricks. And this is like a chain. So every rider has to push himself. Yeah. So then in a way it's it's better, of course, yeah. that uh, yeah. you do that. I, I feel that personally. But uh, it's not like you're going to steal his trick or no, somebody else no, no. will. Ah, no. I know he's going for that. I need something different, something better. No, no, normally, normally is what it happens there. So when I see, for example, Libor doing for surfer takeoff, I, th- I didn't see anybody does it till his brother did it, actually. Or uh, uh, or Luke. Luke also Maybe Luke, it. I yeah. think, yeah. So yeah, it, it, after Libor, it took a few months, actually, even if I when I tried it was maybe a, a year after Libor did it because I was focusing some other stuff so it depends also what you're focusing and so it's absolutely the complete opposite of X Games preparation where Everybody, guys yeah. are <laughs> away for six months uh, they've almost shut down their social media in, in a sense that, yeah <laughs> you know it, nobody's allowed to turn up turn your phones off they're not they're not if you want to film you can film as soon as the rider don't tell you, uh, please don't film it or please don't post it. Yeah, for, it's okay. for example, I didn't post my surfer takeoff long distance because I want to keep it as a surprise also. Surprised me. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> but Surprise the judges. <laughs> I will tonight, I guess. I hope so. Uh, so, yeah, but if you do it, it's okay. I mean, the esport needs to be seen also, you know, and it's okay. I don't care. At least I don't care. <laughs> exactly. There's only, well, it used to be eight riders at X Games. And now it sort of feels like six riders at X Games. So there's a very, very small chance of yeah. even the best riders even getting their invite. Uh, yeah. It's Is X Games on your radar? Have you got something that you're thinking in the I future would, to go for X I Games? would love it. I would like to to do the inside role there. If I got the opportunity, I would love to bring it there because it was some big competition that I think it could be there. So if <laughs> Now I get the message, I will start working again with inside role for sure. Would you then go bigger? Uh, they, bigger you've the done, inside you've role done the inside role? Would you go, okay, it's X Games. I know I can do the inside role. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you go bigger than that? Add a combo? I don't know. I would need to Maybe think change about the technique. It. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, the change the technique, I already work on it mentally and also in some shit that I got home. Oh, exclusive. But yeah, right now I'm not thinking of another trick that best trick for example that can be there for example i was super impressed and f- respect for malakai flipper rinaldo it was amazing but i'm not thinking for that big for example right now yeah. not yet i i'm i need still to keep cleaning my round for example a little bit i still struggling for lazy flips for example i want to clean it uh, and as soon as I got all this, maybe I can think bigger again. Yeah, so you're you're thinking more about the full freestyle run rather than one big yeah, best trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, yes. Yeah, I, I, because I, st- I still can work in some best trick that I had before and nobody did it. So if I can do that, okay, as soon as I do it again, then I will need to think about that. I still got the trick that I can work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, David Ronaldo, he's been a world champion um he's done so much in the sport he's got one of the cleanest styles out there i love watching him ride um i guess for him when when the stupid idea actually that navas <laughs> yeah. and you guys were talking about in the dressing room came up and he decided to do the the malachi flip 
I guess it was perfect timing for him yeah. um, to go for that best trick and work on it. Whereas, yeah, you're, you're like looking to push the freestyle. Yes, yes, yes. He did it perfect. And yeah, he's doing good, actually. And the history, why, how he do it after he broke his foot. So give him a plus of respect. So hands, hands off to Reed David. I really love him as a rider, as a person. It's one rider that I love to ride because it, it's always motivation there. He can transmit motivation if he is in the mood. He can transmit it super good, so I really like him. Yeah, I completely agree. I've ridden with him a few times, and you just buzz. Like, when he's on, yeah, he is on. He's one of the best riders to watch, and and you can just see, like, in his eye, you just see his eyes through the goggles, yeah. and you're like, oh, oh he's going, he's there's going, yeah. fire in his eyes, and yeah. something's about to go down. Mm. I guess there's going to be days as well where he's like, ah, I'm not into it today. Yeah, but, but everybody got up and down. I mean, the abs doesn't exist if there is no down. There is like that. <laughs> exactly right. But no, I love riding with David Danilo. He's, uh, man, like you say, he's inspiring to, to yeah, be around. a lot, a lot. I, like, I love to go riding them with him because that. Some days when I need just disconnection of the compound, I go to David's because I need it. And that's all. How far away is he? It's four hours. Oh, three and a half, four nothing. hours. Not that much. Yeah. Ah, that's easy. You're up there by lunchtime and <laughs> throwing down with him by two in the afternoon. Oh, that's easy. I did it a couple of times. I think that I just went in the morning. I arrived there kind of midday, right? I go back home, eh, actually. One day? <laughs> yeah, in one day I did it two times. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I suppose if you got to do it, why not? Just turn up to uh, David Ronaldo's house. Not too many guys can say they do that on a... No, no, That no. it's so easy. <laughs> Same for him. If he wants to go, he's always welcome there. So that's good. Awesome. Tonight we've got the second Freestyle of Nations competition. You are here riding for Team Spain. Um, it was an awesome competition last night. Mm -hmm. Obviously, uh, a couple of small mistakes here and there. Um, but you weren't, Team Spain wasn't far behind. Um, I think you've got the, the new trick tonight. So, I, obviously, by the time this podcast comes out, we will know when you've done it. But I guess we can let the cat out of the bag of the surfer take off to Tsunami backflip for your best trick. Um, how do you see Spain's chances? Tonight I'm seeing more better, actually, because I, I made, the, as, I, as I said uh, before, in practice, I changed, for example, the, the flip lazy boy. I will do it in another trick, another ramp, because I was feeling better. There. I just did it in that ramp that I wasn't feeling good because Michael was doing synchro lazy flip. And I said, fuck, I'm not feeling good in that ramp, but I have to do it because Michael, uh, if, was, if it would be world champ, I would not do it. Yeah. <laughs> but here, yes, yeah, so finally we didn't do it yesterday because it was shitty. <laughs> so tonight uh, I will change. So it will give me, I guess, more clean points. Uh, and I also will add a flip tsunami because uh, practice was working good. And then if everything goes good, I will add, of course, the, the surfer take of tsunami flip. So this is three more tricks that uh, we didn't do it yesterday, just in my round. So yeah. if Tandem also does something new, it's more points. And let's see Michael, what, what he's waiting for, what he will do. Exactly, yeah. You've got uh, Navas and Rocky, mm -hmm. so who you ride with all the time yeah. there at Yeda. Um, doing the tandem, they want to do an extra yes. trick. Uh, they told me, and okay, go, go for, for it. it. <laughs> Why not? Uh, it's freestyle motocross. They've already broken the rules by having two people on one bike. Um, so obviously Spain is hopefully going to pick up tonight. That's uh, it. Maybe push the world team out of top spot. Michael Malero, five-time world champion, so he knows exactly what the judges want to see at mm -hmm. night of the jumps. He's studied the rule book, I guess, yeah, from front to back. and it, His round was perfect for the system, actually. So <laughs> I think he good. learned from Remy Bizoir. Remember could years be. ago, Remy yeah. could not be beaten. Yeah, he, he did the same tricks for like five years and almost couldn't be beaten because he knew the system mm -hmm. and he was smart. So when when it works it works you yeah, just yeah, keep like going this, it's like this it's like this yeah, yeah and michael michael adapted it and so here you are you're riding for team spain with a five-time yeah world champion, I mean, uh, your buddies. With, a, with a legend from from us you know so it's like this yeah <laughs> exactly you got a legend you got your friends <laughs> just having fun freestyle of <laughs> nations what do you think of the concept itself i like it because it gives us like a kind of less pressure because uh uh 
we just got one freestyle round so before you got like the qualify plus the final so sometimes the final i remember three years ago here in berlin that was three landings so we did 12 plus one and i remember to do the last inside roll tired super tired you and just got arm pump yeah, yeah. and he's like okay now i have to do more my most difficult trick <laughs> right now uh and at that point that is just one round you get feel less tired and you still can go for it you know so also the pressure is less because you know that you have to do the tricks one time less and then the rest is just to enjoy it I love to do whips, as you know. I love to do tour rounds. <laughs> yeah, that, I remember that one in Sofia last yeah. year. I thought that was going down. Yeah, that me was... too. I was feeling like no comeback point. <laughs> but finally we came back, so it was good. And here you can enjoy uh, more if I'm doing it with uh, Josh Shihana or with Squibby, that they are also super good with us. And then the synchro contest. It's my first time, actually, that I do synchros, and I can do it with Michael. So it's also like, okay, I'm doing synchro with the five-time world champ. So it's like, yeah, we, I have to go good, you know, because I got the five-time yeah. world champ next to me. You, so. you don't <laughs> want him turning around and, oh, we lost because Mark <laughs> didn't keep up and we're out of time. Yeah, so this is the things. And you can have more fun now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say thank you very much Thanks and to you good luck Thanks. for you and for Team Spain tonight and, of course, in the future. It sounds awesome that you're just pushing so much and uh, you've learned a few lessons in the yeah. last couple of years. Yeah. It's, it's important that you've learned them yes. now and not later. So. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks for being you. on the Riders' Lounge podcast and something new and uh, we'll see you back here. Won't be a problem. Thanks, Steve. Ciao. Thanks for tuning in to this latest interview with Mark Pignol. I'm so stoked to hear after those years of highs and lows, he's managed to stick with it, and I'm sure you'll hear his name a lot more in the future. And since every day is a school day, I'm here living in Germany. I haven't really learned the language too much, but I'm working on it. But there's one word I did pick up. It's called the Reinheitsgebot. It's one word. But it means the German beer purity law, which has been enforced throughout Germany since 1516. And it limits the ingredients to brew beer to only water, barley or malt, yeast and hops. And the Rothaus Brewery in the German state of Baden-Württemberg have been producing the tastiest beer since 1791. And after more than 200 years, we're able to sit down and talk about freestyle motocross on the Riders Lounge podcast with the carefully crafted Tannen Zapfler alcohol-free beer. Who would have thought all of this history went into today's podcast? Check out the Rothaus website. I'll give you the link in the show notes, and hopefully you can even find where to pick up your own box of beer from their website. And I do know you can get it worldwide. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast in whatever platform you're listening to it on, and give it a nice big five-star rating. Make sure to check out our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels for special content and behind-the-scenes videos and photos. I'm out of here. It's time to enjoy these long holidays with a Tannen Zapfler, and hopefully the new TIMX game is ready for me to download on my phone so I can go pro on that one. See ya.